Dear gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another breathtaking episode of the Care of Carl podcast. My name is Mikael Valin and I'm Care of Carl's senior style advisor, as well as your host here at the podcast. As usual, we'd like to thank you all first for tuning in and listening to our humble broadcast. We're reaching the end of this first season of the Care of Call podcast, so in this episode, I'm going to answer some questions from you listeners. Uh, after this episode, we'll then take a short break and we'll let you yearn for a few weeks, and then we will broadcast a summer series of podcast episodes for you to enjoy on the beach, in your hammock, or wherever you are, hopefully enjoying some relaxing time off for the summer holidays. But now, the wait is over. It's time for me, to the best of my ability, to try to answer some of the things you've been curious about recently. So without further ado, I give you the first Q&A session here at the Care of Carl podcast. Starting with the first question. How should one think when matching different fabrics? Well, when matching different fabrics, three main factors are of concern. Colors, textures, and perhaps most importantly, but least obviously, the weight of the fabric. For given reasons, the colors you combine should create some form of appealing visual harmony, which can be done in many ways. Uh, but when it comes to textures, uh, th there are many ways to go about it. First of all, a fabric's texture is the kind of structure of the surface of the fabric. It can be smooth, matte, rough like tweeds, flannels and corduroy, and sometimes almost shiny like silk. The easiest way to succeed is to match fabrics with similar textures as they connect a lot visually that way. When you elaborate and take this experimenting further, you'll find the pleasure in also mixing different textures. But the first step is to keep them as similar as possible. The third part regarding the fabric weight becomes important as a thinner and lighter weight fabric differs a lot from a heavier, thicker fabric as they drape and behave very differently on the wearer. This becomes very obvious visually on the wearer to give an idea about this, I'll exaggerate the whole relation to make the logic a bit more obvious. So imagine wearing a heavy tweed jacket with thin flowy trousers made of lightweight silk fabric. So the garments clash and they, they look a bit odd together. There's a noticeable amount of this effect, even if both fabri fabrics have a, a matte texture and are of the same color but of significantly different weights. So if you wear garments made of fabrics of a similar weight, they harmonize better together and uh, they yeah, create a, a nicer visual connection. Next question. Um, what's the best selling item in this that the Carol Carl store has carried? Well, it, it's both a bit hard to answer as we carry many different items. Uh, that have sold equally, sort of equally much, um, and uh, also because we rarely talk about specific results in public, but 
we can easily confirm though that we have sold a tremendous almost ridiculous amount of slim fit button-down shirts and cable knits from polo ralph lauren over the years they're pretty high up on our sales list next question uh what brand would you recommend for a classic white t-shirt well this is a very commonly asked question and um the answer to this question depends a lot on multiple factors like which way the t-shirt in question is to be used, the body shape of the wearer, preferences regarding fit and details like crew or v-necks, and if you prefer the neckline loose or snugly fitting, and so on. So in short, there is no one answer that will be good for all listeners. The t-shirt can also be worn as underwear underwear or as a visible garment under for, for example a denim jacket or a blazer so this also creates a little bit of different con conditions though but a white t-shirt used as a visible shirt should have a fit that follows the wearer's silhouette and doesn't fit too tightly uh, if, if you're opting for a classic fit it should also be made of a cotton fabric with noticeable weight so it doesn't so it isn't transparent uh, this might bring the price up somewhat, but a good fabric also gives the t-shirt you know, gives t-shirts that last and don't get misshapen when you wash them. So it's worth investing a little bit extra. Uh, if you can invest a higher amount for these garments, the garment that I would like to recommend is the CDLP three pack of crew neck white tees, uh, which are wonderful shirts. And if your budget is somewhat smaller. The Polo Ralph Lauren crew neck white tees that come in a pack of three are also a very good option. If you're using the t-shirts under casual shirts as an undershirt, I, I often recommend v-neck shirts as these don't show in the unbuttoned shirt collar. So here the Boss three pack v-neck white t-shirt uh, is a good option as well as the Calvin Klein cotton v-neck tee sold in two packs. They're very much value for the money in this sense. Next question is what are good jeans models or styles for men with big thighs? So this is a very common question among men who have built some sort of muscle mass and when you have thighs and calves that are somewhat bigger than the average but still have a slim waist, it's often hard to find jeans that are wide enough over the legs and still fit well over the waist. Does it sound familiar? Well, so this especially as current trends still result in jeans where the legs are often very slim cut. The solution is to find the right model for you and it sometimes takes a bit of searching. If you like slim cut jeans, uh, their fabric should also contain a certain amount of stretch. Slim cut jeans uh, that work in this context uh, and that I often recommend to men that need these garments, they are Tiger of Sweden's model Pistolero. They, they're pretty slim cut but work really well with men with muscular legs. Another model that works well in this context is Replace model Anbass Hyperflex. Uh, I myself have used Nudie Jeans model Grim Tim, uh, 
which I today find somewhat slim fitting, but I also often use Levi's model 511 slim fit, which is a very good option. It's sort of a mid slim. Uh, if you're not a fan of slim jeans, a continuous constant classic is the Levi's 501. It's always a winner. Next question coming up. Uh, what are some durable yet stylish trouser alternatives? Well, I would definitely say chinos in uh, lighter shades of beige and gray for the summer season. But linen trousers are definitely also more durable uh, than many people consider them. Uh, some are hesitant to wear linen trousers since they wrinkle a bit more than cotton, but it's just a part of the charm, so just embrace the wrinkles. But if you need really heavy-duty trousers that still are stylish, jeans were originally workwear and are probably some of the most durable trousers you can wear. So choose a design with a low level of embroidery and details and your jeans will become very stylish. Next question coming up. How do I best take care of my suede jacket? Well, first of all, always keep your precious suede jacket on a premium hanger that gives good support under the shoulders when you store your jacket in your wardrobe so it doesn't get misshapen. Uh, as suede jackets are often made of thin, smooth suede fabrics, they're sometimes sensitive to stain from drops of water as well, especially suede in lighter color. This is easily helped by giving your suede jacket a gentle spray with a product for protecting suede shoes like Saphir's Neutral Super Invulner Spray. It works really well for jackets and other garments as well, and not only shoes. If you feel your suede jacket has been worn a lot, give it a good brush every now and then with a good clothing brush. Care of Carl sell really good options from classic English brush brand Kent Brushes. And uh, if you get a stain that isn't too deep in the fabric, you can try to gently rub it off with a suede brush. Uh, if your suede jacket has lost its nice suede texture due to extensive use, um, gently using a steamer on the surface and then gently rubbing the surface with a suede brush can easily breathe new life into your garment. And uh, in the unlikely event that you end up with chewing gum on your suede, suede garment, those tend to end up in the most unexpected places. But one solution, if that it would happen to you, is to put your garment in the freezer until the gum freezes. Then gently break the gum into crumbs and brush, brush it off as much as possible uh, with a coarse brush. Uh, for deeper cleaning uh, of more severe stains, we recommend that you consult a specialist as there's always a chance that you may damage or make the, the damage worse otherwise. So here we actually put an end to this season's last episode of the Care for Call podcast. So be sure to keep an eye out for when we'll announce the upcoming summer series. Um, and once again, I, Mikael Valin, would like to thank all of you on the behalf of all of us at Care of Carl for hanging out with us here at the Care of Carl podcast. We're so happy and grateful to get the chance to share these moments with you, and we cannot wait to get back to you during the summer series. So until then, have a wonderful time, stay safe, 
and stylish.